You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. I'm so grateful that you joined me today from all over the world, from Australia, from Africa, from Brazil, from Canada, and let's see, from Panama. And I'm going to say to you that if you are listening to the show today, that the Spirit of God has attracted you here. And I believe that you're going to uh, really receive the answers that you've been searching for. Well, how are you doing? I hope you're having a, a great day, a great evening, a great afternoon, whatever time it is. It's the right time for you. Well, it's a beautiful day here in the ATL, and I am doing fine. I've had a great week, a very busy and productive week. Uh, it is summertime here in Atlanta, and uh, they call it hot Atlanta because in the summertime, it's really, really hot. But all is well. I'm so grateful to all of you for all of your emails, all of your donations, paying it forward, um, just letting me know how this show is really changing your life. And I want some of you to come on my show and share you know, what you're doing to really stay positive, you know, during the pandemic. I want you to come on and talk about how you have been able to maintain a positive attitude or mindset. So email me. Uh, we want to hear from you. And when you when you share your story, you know, it always brings hope to to so many people. You know, I've had so many people tell me how much uh, the story with Tawana, who's the young lady who attracted love. And then last week, I had attorney Kevin Crayon on, and he talked about how he manifested his job. And, you know, it's just something very potent and powerful about when you share your story. So uh, just email me and let me know what your story is. Don't be nervous. Uh, it would be just like you and I talking. And that is Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And of course, while you are on uh, my website, you know, make sure you check out my two books. If you're looking for love, I got the book for you, Attracting Genuine Love. I guarantee it will shift and change your paradigm about your beliefs. You're going to take a look at your patterns, you know, why you've been making the kind of choices that you've been making. And Secrets of Success is a workbook. It is so in-depth. I had a... Um, 
one of my clients emailed me and she said, oh, my God, part one of your book has just opened up so much about my own behavior, about my own patterns. And so in chapter one, I take a look at your core beliefs and how to shift them. And in part two, uh, I deal with uh, how you can begin to shift things in the now. And part three is all about goal setting, creating the future that you desire, finding out and thinking about what's possible in your life, considering who your dream team should be to get you from where you are to where you desire to be. Also, I have some powerful affirmations that I've recorded in the studio uh, on on success, on self-love, on attracting love, on prosperity. What else? I I think that's it. Okay. Also, make sure that you uh, follow me on social media. Instagram is LOA Constance. Facebook is Coach with Constance. And I have been doing Facebook Live on every Monday and every Thursday. But because of my schedule, I'm only going to be able to do it on Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want you to be on that video Facebook Live so I can interact with you. That is Coach with Constance. I think that is it. My guest today is Dr. Drayvon James. And boy, she's going to be talking to us about how we can live in gratitude, have peace of mind, live stress-free during these times. Anybody interested? Let me see your hands all the way in South Africa. Okay, uh, I had a couple of emails who once again want to know, explain your coaching. What does it look like? So I'm going to break it all the way down for you guys today. So first, I'm going to talk about all of the different coaching that I do. Y'all know I've been a professional counselor for 25 years. It's almost 30. I think I'm going to have to start saying 30 (laughs) and then a certified coach. So, so the These are the areas that I feel called by God to coach. Uh, Relationship coaching. So under that would be, I coach married married couples. I got that out. Uh, I coach people who are not married, but who want enrichment. I call it uh, relationship enrichment. I work with people who've been divorced or maybe you just had a breakup. You were not married, but you had a breakup. That is such a painful process to go through. I work with people who are single, attracting genuine love. And then if you're over 50, you just want to find love again, I work with you. So that's my relationship coach coaching. Okay, next segment, career or business. I teach people how to really discover what their gifts and talents are and market it for money, how to negotiate your salary and ask for a raise if you want to stay on your job. If you're thinking about a business or you you have a business, I'm going to work with you on starting your business, rolling out your business with the business plan, marketing your business. I've been in business since 1999. Okay, the third phase of my coaching, I work with people who want more money slash abundance slash prosperity. 
So I'm going to teach you about the laws of prosperity. Take a look at your paradigms, because if abundance is not getting to you, that means that your paradigms or your core beliefs are really stopping or limiting abundance from getting to you. Uh, understanding money and spirituality. And then I'm going to teach you, you know, just some techniques, some strategies and some how to's. And then for those of you who want me specifically to teach on, uh, excuse me, to coach you on the law of attraction, how to, what is it for you? How can you use it in your life? How to understand it, how to tap into the law of vibration, etc. How to use it in your daily life and how to get your manifestations. And then other general areas are weight release. You guys know that I did a 12-step Overeaters Anonymous group for years. I also facilitated uh, weight release groups. And I also deal with childhood issues and trauma. So this is how I roll. I'm just not going to coach you without dealing with your stuff. And so initially, when you come to me, I'm going to give you a coaching assessment. It's going to ask you all kinds of stuff. What are your behavior patterns? Um, Have you ever had coaching or counseling before? What are any past traumas that you have? Do you have any secrets that you haven't shared? Uh, What do you want your life to look like after six months or or, or a year? So you're going to get all of that to me, and then I'm going to analyze it like a doctor, right? So when we have our first call, I'm going to already know so much about you. So I'm going to be dealing with counseling first. Counseling deals with your core beliefs and changing your paradigms. You know, I would just be taking your money if I did not do that. Once we change paradigms and our core beliefs, then I'm going to help develop specific strategies to move you from where you are to where you desire to be. You have to be willing to make the investment. I'm really all about results. You know, I'm a results-oriented coach. Uh, You have to put in the time and the effort, the energy, and the finances. And so if you're willing to do that and you're willing to work with me for a year, you won't recognize your life as any of my clients. Uh, And they'll tell you it's nothing but the truth. And so it's me partnering with you. And then you can have a 10-minute call in between your hourly sessions. In between your sessions, you're going to have work to do. Uh, I'm going to be giving you exercises. You're going to be looking at different videos. It's almost like I'm prescribing. I got that out. Just whatever your need is by the Spirit, I'm going to be moving you from where you are to where you desire to be. So if you're ready for change, if you understand the power of coaching, you've heard my clients. If you're sick and tired like I was, I'm like, man, I am tired of just trying to make it on my own. I am just tired of out here floundering and struggling I need some assistance. Then let's do a discovery call. And a discovery call is where 
uh, I'll send you a, a, a Zoom link or if you just want to do audio, we'll talk wherever you are in the world. That doesn't matter to me because I coach people all over the world and we'll talk and I'll listen to see if we are a match. And then if you believe that we are, I say, if not now, when? All right. So uh, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I would love to partner with you. But this is what I tell people that I work with people who are hungry and ready for change. Who are sick and tired of, of making the same choices, who are sick and tired of walking in unforgiveness or not feeling good enough, who know that they have a great idea, but just don't know how to implement it. So you can email me, guys, at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I'm so excited and so glad that I'm going to hear from you. Everybody, let's go to these quick breaks and I'm going to be back right back with Dr. James and uh, see what good, juicy revelation and knowledge she has for us. So stay tuned, everybody. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and I'm really excited. And I know you say, you're you saying, Constance, you're always excited. That's a good thing, right? Uh, my very special guest is Dr. Drayvon James. She's a motivational speaker, author, uh, everyday peacemaker. Uh, she is a successful pharmacist. And she's also an actress whose career credits includes a recurring role on HBO's acclaimed The Wire and many stage plays and independent films. She has it going on. She's going to be helping us today. We're going to be talking about how we can develop a mindset to be more peaceful and less stressful during turbulent times. I'm excited to have her. I've been trying to get this this woman for about a year, so she is here. So, Dr. James, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. How are you doing today? I am wonderful, 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 and so happy to be with you. Great. Did I pronounce your first name correctly? <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. And Drayvon will be just fine. Drayvon is just fine. Drayvon, well, we we are excited to have you and we need you. Um, uh, we are in a very uh, different time in our lives. And before we get started, tell our listeners about how are you doing, uh, you know, in, right in the middle of these pandemic and, and unprecedented times. 
Well, you know, I, I want to be totally honest and transparent. I am doing 100% fine, and that is because I am one of those people who is an introvert who functions very, very well as an extrovert. So having, <laughs> so who, having to stay home and close to the homestead doesn't bother me at all. That, that I do well with. As you mentioned, I've been a pharmacist for 30 years, and I work in a busy hospital, uh, and so that weighs heavy on my heart to see the suffering surrounding the pandemic, not only for the patients, but for the families that are going through that. So, you know, all in all, I think my life is balanced because I have the, you know, the goodness of the quarantine, being close to home and being able to slow down. And then I get to be a part of service for uh, families and patients. And that's important to me as well. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. And, and so, hey, you look like you're about 30. I can't believe you've been a pharmacist for 30 years. I saw <laughs> some pictures of you. I want to see after we hit a stop record. I want to see what you take in or Dr. James. <laughs> <laughs> you're so kind. <laughs> because I want some of it. So, so let's talk to listeners all over the world. You know, I have clients all over the world, Asia, Africa, you name it. And everybody is basically experiencing the same thing. So let's start off with uh, how can people really begin all of uh, to manage the fear, the anger and the anxiety, anxiety, I got that out with so much happening in their lives. A lot of people feel like it is out of their control. They don't know about their jobs, their small businesses. What can you say to people? Yeah. And, and thank you for asking that question, because we are going straight to the heart of the matter. And this is really the crux of everything is fear. Right. Mm -hmm. And so and I want to talk a little bit about some principles and then we'll talk. You know, I, I'm a nitty gritty kind of person, so I okay. definitely want to get to that, too. But whenever we are experiencing fear, know this unless we are, you know, there is this fear and this anxiety for the moment when you're in, in danger right now. You're, you know, and everybody always says being chased by a lion. But in 2020, it could be a car accident or, you know, something of that nature that's physically threatening you right now. If it's not that, then it's usually, and check yourself as I'm talking and ask yourself what it is that's plaguing you right now. It's usually about something that you believe will happen in the future. Right. right. And so that's very important to know. Right. So I, I, before we came on, I was sharing with you about my morning and I had all this really fear and dread over my schedule and all this stuff. And it was it was five thirty in the morning and I was afraid about things that I thought was going to happen at three o'clock in the afternoon. I had this anxiety and this dread and maybe a little bit of anger because I thought to myself, I'm one woman. How can I do all this? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, so. That's important. It is important to know that. Why is that important? Because when we recenter ourselves to the present moment, we'll realize that the present moment is our most powerful moment. You see, yesterday may hold depression because things that we didn't get done, failures that we had back there, regrets that we had back there. And tomorrow may hold a lot of anxiety and fear. You know, the pandemic, what's going to happen, as you mentioned, with our job, with our loved ones, with our small businesses that we put so much of our heart, soul and equity in. And so what's going to happen tomorrow? And as long as we live between yesterday and tomorrow, 
we will never have emotional peace. And when we do not have emotional peace, we're not harnessing our true power, our true power to execute creative solution and resolution exist in this present moment for whatever it is, for whatever yeah. it is. Right. And so understanding that the fear, the anxiety, and possibly the anger, if you were me this morning, is because of something we're predicting. We're telling ourselves a story about tomorrow. And maybe we're joining in a story, a collective story that maybe the media is telling us or our friends and our family. Own the story of what's happening today. Create the story of what's happening today. When you find yourself in fear, and I can give you some techniques, we can talk about some techniques to do this, but Become present in the now. That's the only way. I could, you know, if you had a million bucks, and this is important to know too and hear this, if you had a million bucks at the height of this pandemic, it wouldn't have done much for you. It wouldn't have done much for you. Where, where were you going to fly to? Money wouldn't have been the answer, right? Everywhere you went, looked around the world, there was something going on with, with the pandemic. And so that is important to know that you were going to have to, I was going to have to know how to be with me, Drayvon, in this present moment. You know, I love that. And you're so right on because I coach some millionaires and you're right. They can't go anywhere. And they really been, I tell them, I say, you guys have been harassing me because, you know, they're in place. <laughs> right. You know, you got you, all the time in the world. Got all the time in the world. You know, let's do a Zoom call constant, you know. So I get this. So you mentioned being present. So what would that look like for someone right now who might be feeling a lot of stress possibly they've been furloughed like I said a small business owner so much uncertainty how would they stay in that present moment with stress seemingly looming over their lives yes and I, I love this question for and we're going to the economics of it so first let me just tell you I'm going to tell you what I know what I practice and what I've been through so that adds a little legitimacy to our conversation as a previous small business owner I used to own drug stores and I understand when you have the weight of the world on your shoulders because you're carrying other people's in households on mm -hmm. your efforts right and so something comes along that has that was beyond your control and it not only changes the financial landscape of your home, but potentially changes the financial landscape of people who depend on you for their mortgages and their children's colleges. I understand. I get it. I've been there. So how do you get to the present moment? Because right now, what's happening right now, ask yourself in this moment, not two moments from now, in this moment, whatever time it is where you are right now, in this moment, what is wrong? What your mind will try to do is tell you what, what will be wrong tomorrow morning, what the bank says is going to happen tomorrow morning. And you challenge that. See, I've, I've asked about this. I, I understand, but I've asked about this moment right here. Mm. What's happening? What's happening right now? And as you do that, you'll find that your ego, your mind, however we want to say that, will continue to challenge you. It will remind you of what happened yesterday and what the bank said yesterday, what they promised to do tomorrow, all you keep bringing it back to this moment. You'll find that eventually your ego will give up. Your ego will give up and allow you to be in this moment. When you get to this moment, what you do in the moment is so important because you don't want your mind to then go on and abuse you in this moment and start blaming you. Right. Because the pandemic is not your fault. As powerful as we are, and we are very powerful. We did not control and bring on the pandemic. So 
you get to this moment. That's one way to get to this moment. And I'll have another one for you in a second about using the five senses. But I like that one because it's very, very simple. And if you are a person who's aware that you are talking to yourself all day long, you couldn't stop if you wanted to. You'll realize that asking that question focus you fo- is a focus. It focuses you automatically. You realize, oh, I'm having a conversation in my head. I'm abusing myself in my head. So that is how you can really get to this moment and realize that there is a power that operates, an energy, if you will, that operates when we when we decide to operate in the present moment. There's a creative energy that operates, not forcing ourselves to come up with the answer because that's stressful. That's stressful. And the truth of the matter is, as hard as it is to say, the truth of the matter is there will be businesses that close. There will be jobs that furlough, but it won't be the first one. And you won't be the first one. And no, it will not be the end of you. Hard to hear, but it's true. Well, you know, I had my eyes closed because you have a very soothing voice. I said, are we getting ready to meditate or what? (laughs) It was so powerful. But, you know, and I was thinking if all listeners have to do, no matter what their outside circumstances might be, is moment by moment be in that moment, knowing that God's source, you know, infinite intelligence, a loving, supporting spirit is right there with them. Listeners can do that. Yes, you know that we can do that. Right? Worry is nothing but fo- but focus in the direction away from where you want to go. Right? So we're going to focus in the way that we want to go, asking those questions. And I want to give you this other one. I've been doing this okay. a lot in, with my clients is that using the five senses. As we I've talked to a lot of people during this time period who are just very anxious because of things that are happening in their life. And then they turn on what used to give them relief. Right. We used to distract ourselves with um, social media. But you turn on social media and there it is again and turn on the news and there it is again, the radio. So you, the distractions are kind of hard to find. Right. So using our five senses helps to can help us to zone back into the present moment. And again, it's question and questions, asking ourselves questions. What am I feeling right now? I mean, actually feeling with your hands. If you don't do nothing but press your pinky to your thumb Mm -hmm. and just be very conscious of what that feels like. Oh, you know, that's that feeling. What am I tasting right now? You don't have to be eating anything, just saliva. What is that like? What's what's that? You know, what's going on in my mouth right now? What am I seeing right now? That brings you automatically, like catapults you to the present moment. And when you get there, remember, you're going someplace on purpose. That's what business owners do. Right. We set intentions and we go places and we do things on purpose. So you are catapulting yourself back to the present moment on purpose. And when you get there, you have to own that moment. You have to own it and you have to command it. What you do in the present moment is very important. Oh, that's good. You know, I love that because, you know, at the beginning of the show, you owned or admitted that you were stressed. You you didn't try to resist it. You were like, OK, I got all of this going today. So is that important for listeners to sort of maybe own their stress? And when you own it, you, you're less likely to resist it. What about oh, that? Yes, yes. I, I use this example all the time. If you walk into your house and you don't notice the color of the paint on the walls, but you want to change it, 
you could possibly change it to the same color that's already on the wall because you haven't even taken a moment to be aware of what it is, right? So you first have to say, oh, yeah, these walls are yellow. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, they're yellow. I want blue walls, right? So when I got in that truck this morning, that car vehicle to drive to work, I knew I was stressed. And I said to myself, and I talked to myself, not I didn't let my mind abuse me. I faced it. We do things intentionally. I see that feeling. I, I recognize that in you. We felt this before. And then I own the moment by honoring myself and saying, yes, you are just one woman. Now, let's check that schedule. Mm-hmm. Open my phone up, looked at the schedule. I said, oh, that's not to this time. Okay, we got that. And, you know, but I had to own in that moment, not try to suppress. I, we never, I've done that. Many of your listeners probably have too, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? We don't want to suppress it and bury it anywhere because it's still alive down there. <laughs> so good. And, you know, say, let's just say for a listener who might be in really um, uncertain circumstances, you know, unprecedented circumstances, how can they begin to look for the good or... You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, this is working out for your highest good or this just going to strengthen you and take you to the next level. Well, you know, people don't want to hear that. But what can people really begin to or how should they change their mindset to be open to what's happening to them? Active gratitude. Again, we're talking about intention. Right. So in your in your darkest moment, whatever's going on with you right now. Wherever you are right now, asking yourself, how, what is it that I'm grateful for in this moment? What is it that I am grateful for in this moment? Pick three. My active gratitude practice that I teach and practice every day is I pick three things. And I'll tell you how I do it. I love this practice. It becomes like auto- automatic. When I open my eyes in the morning, I have index cards in my night scan. And I pull out an index card and a, and a writing utensil. And I write down the first three things that pop in my head Mm. the first three and I'm what I call actively grateful for them that means I not only just say I'm grateful I move energy I mean I get excited from the soles of my feet to the tip of my head and this day included when I already felt overwhelmed because of my schedule Mm. actively grateful gratitude carries an energy that is that clears It's, it's like clarity when you become grateful, the energy changes and it does a lot of the work for you. That a is so good. And, and so even though they may not know where their next job is or, or you said that some small businesses will close, they can begin to say possibly, thank you for my business that I did have for 15 years. Thank you for the new ideas that will be downloaded to me for new expansion. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And the contacts that I made and the service that I did, because the energy that you, energy begets energy, right? Begets energy. So the energy that you, or the seed that you sowed, sowed in the earth will come back to you double, triple fold. Right. So thank you for the service that I would that I provided through this business and knowing beyond any doubt that whatever door closes, a bigger and better door is opening. It's our job to stay intentional, to allow the door to open, because we remember we're, we're very powerful. We may not have caused the pandemic, but we do 
move energy in our own lives. And that's why that active gratitude is so important. What do you mean by being intentional? When we're intentional, we're talking about the same thing we do every day. And this is how this is how intentional we are. We get up in the morning, every morning, most of us, and head straight to the bathroom with intention. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Nothing is gonna block that. That's what I'm gonna do. And so and so are you saying that during these uncertain times that that listeners can get up and say, well, today I'm going to do I'm going to read a paragraph. Is that what you're saying? Right. Be, yeah, anything that you set in your mind. So let's say that your intention is to build in to create an environment around you that supports supports you during these difficult times, supports your motivated energy. So yes, you want to set an intention. Today I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes and I'm going to spend 15 minutes reading something that supports positive outlooks on life during challenging times. I'm going to listen to a podcast. Set an intention that promotes your emotional health. I love that. I love. So give me an example. You mentioned of the how gratitude moves energy. Give me an example in your own life where, uh, you know, maybe something difficult happened and you were you became grateful for it and you received the goodness and the greatness from that moment. If you get me. Oh, my goodness. There are so many moments. Let me just see how the most recent one. Well, I'll, I'll go to one that was really, really big since we're okay. uh, in 2005 in 2015. I have categories that, that I teach on are called the big three, health, wealth, and relationships. So if mm-hmm. you follow me, you know I talk about that a lot, health, wealth, and relationship. Well, in 2015, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. I lost my job and my marriage of 20 years just poof. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about looking for something to be grateful for. And I, and I, and I live by the stuff that I teach and but this particular day, physically, I was having such a hard day, just a difficult day walking and this, that. And I lay down on my kitchen floor. And as I lay down there, I thought to myself, wow, this floor is nice and cool. I'm grateful for that. Mm. But I laid down on the kitchen floor because I wasn't physically strong enough to stand up and finish cooking dinner. I didn't have the capacity to continue to stand. So I figured I would just lay down here for a moment. Maybe somebody will come home and help me to get to the next room. But then I'll just lay down here for a few minutes. As I laid down there on the floor, I thought, first, I'm grateful for this solid foundation and how cool it is down here. Automatic. The next thing I became grateful for that, although my marriage was so fragmented, that I still had a forgiving heart. Mm. I was broken. I was broken and I was shocked, but I still had a forgiven heart. And I started having a, I will never forget this. I hope I don't forget it, but I wrote it down just in case. I said, I hope that I always have a forgiving heart. I want to always have that, God. I'm grateful to have that. And then thirdly, as a woman who used to be homeless, I said, I'm grateful that I possess a doctorate degree. That I know that that's not the only job that I can get. Wow. And this is what happened in that moment. My heart was heavy. You imagine a woman lying on her yeah. kitchen floor. In that moment, when I, by the time I got to the third thing, 
And that one of the things I was feeling was a lot of inflammation. So I was able to like wiggle my toes again. I was this is just from practicing gratitude, just from practicing gratitude. And I had to go deep and find I couldn't be grateful for, you know, I couldn't be grateful for my great job, couldn't be grateful for my great marriage. That stuff was gone. Mm. But still in my life, I found stuff. You know, and I could talk about times when I was homeless and the things that I would think as I was walking. My mom and my brother and sister and the things that she would say to us. And and find something to be grateful for. Yeah, that is profound, Dr. James. And and I just want to say to listeners, I know that moved you like it did me. Take a look at what you do have. I talked last week about a lot of people are looking at what they don't have. What you do have here, Dr. James was in the floor, couldn't move, you know, marriage of 20 years. And she had the mindset and the spirit to 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 practice radical gratitude. That's something. Wow. Yeah. And we all can do that. We can all do that. You mentioned money and finances. Uh, that you teach in that. So what can people do or what should the mindset be of a person who's concerned about money? Maybe in the U.S., maybe their unemployment has run out. Maybe they didn't have the savings. What should our thinking be? That money is not your source. Money is the thing by which you buy commerce with. But your source is not money. Your source is not your job. There is an internal source from which you can never be separated from your job in this very difficult time. If you say that it's that way, you know, because growth does happen in the valley. So your job right now is to connect like never before to your source, to your superpower, if you will. Right. That internal presence inside of you that says, hey, what about this? See, ideas. One thing that difficult times cause us to do is to Focus to laser focus is what we choose to focus on. A lot of times, you know, we follow the the herd and we'll focus on the lack. We'll follow the herd and we'll focus on the deaths. We'll follow the herd and we'll focus on the on the unemployment rate. But when you realize that your that your source money is good, it's great. It's a good thing to have. But when they take it away, it, when it comes and go, ebb and flow, as with everything in life, you still are connected to source. Yeah. Just like you got that money, there's more money coming because the money making machine is inside of you. Ooh, that's good. And so listeners connect with source. I've had people say, well, Constance, I'm sitting in stillness. I'm meditating and I don't feel like I'm hearing anything from God. Yeah, I know that. I know. Oh, I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. I know that. Oh, my gosh. So let's just stay right there because that is such an important thing. You say, I'm I'm meditating. I'm praying. I'm talking. I'm I'm sitting here. Mm -hmm. Continue to sit. Mm -hmm. Continue to talk. Right. But when you talk, talk this way, talk in gratitude, change the energy. Right? Talking gratitude. Let me give you this quick example. Okay. If you had two little two little children and one child, they come and every time they come, you know, they're, they're your children. So you love them equally. But every time this child comes, you know, it's mama, this ain't right. Mama, that ain't right. Mama, I need I need and the other child comes and just sits at your feet. I'm so grateful. I love you. You give quickly. You're going to give to both of them because you love them both. But that one. 
you notice things they need before they even tell you that they need it. Be that child. When you sit at the feet of source and you humble yourself and you listen, your heart needs to be full of gratitude. If you look for ways to serve, you'll find your next money-making idea there. Okay, let's talk about that. So right now, there are opportunities that, that are in front of all of us that we need to be open to. So you said look for opportunities to serve. Expound to serve. on that. So look at what it is that you do. And I, I coached this. I just had a woman who I don't want to tell her great idea. I would never thought of it, but God gave it to her. Mm-hmm. But uh Talking to her last week, and she was talking about her situation, and we were just talking about where her heart is. I said, you know, what is it that that ignites you about life? What is it that you wish more people felt? It was something very, very simple that she could do. Very, very simple. So when your life is meant to be easy, we make it hard because we use a lot of brain activity. Right. And instead of instead of we move out of our bodies, what I mean to say. So if we move into our body and say, oh, when I do this, it feels good. It just feels right. Energetically. I can't explain it. I know when I when I help or when I when I serve in this way and it doesn't have to be anything big. You'd be amazed. It may seem so small and trivial to you. But when you look, really examine how you can serve. That's true great. story. That's great. Uh, the pastor of the church that I go to is an, is an attorney that by trade. He stopped practicing. I don't know why I thought of this story today. I guess it was to tell it on this radio program. Mm-hmm. But he tells it all the time. I've been at that church for over 25 years. He stopped practicing law one day to drive the church van. Mm. Right? Got two children and a wife. And he had law practice. And he was he wanted to to get involved in, in ministry, didn't have any degree in theology or any seminary or anything of that nature. He was a practicing attorney. And so he, he at the church where he was, he said, I want to just try, drive the church van, worked out whatever he had to do with his wife. And that's what he did. That's what he did for many, many years and studied now is a pastor of a mega church. Yeah, I believe that, you know, I have a friend and she's retired, but you know, she's always accustomed to doing something. So she called me. She said, Constance, I'm just bored. I said, well, you know, so she started volunteering. She's a, she's a big volunteer anyway. She starts serving and volunteering. And so she she retired from Lockheed Martin and is a real strategist, process-oriented person, big thinker. And so she was volunteering for somebody anyway. This organization that here in Atlanta, that's really in charge of helping people who might be evicted, which is billions of dollars. She's in charge of making sure that the people who need the money get the money. And she got that by serving. She said, I am so shocked. I said, I'm not because it's a universal law, just like you said, Dr. James. And so I want to say to listeners, this is a great opportunity for you to get out of your comfort zone, to serve others, to give, to volunteer. And man, when you do that, you tap into the law of circulation. And like Einstein said, the boomerang effect, whatever you send out will come back to you. Absolutely. So you hit the nail on the head. This is not the time to curl up in the corner and 
um, just get totally isolated because the pain of loss. You know, this is not what it used to be. This is the time to figure out a way to get your energy out there, to get involved. And I know we're still quarantining in that, but you have an idea. You have a gift inside of you. You have service in your heart. That's what we all came for is to serve in some capacity. Mm-hmm, that's so Getting cool. your in your quiet space where you're waiting for an answer about the job, where you're waiting for an answer about the, the mortgage and what the bank is saying. Look for the answer of how to serve, because I bet you the answer to all that other stuff is in your service, is in your gratitude. Oh, that is so powerful. Well, you know, let's talk about words. I know you deal with that a lot. How important are our words? What are words and how can a person really learn how to use, you know, I don't know if you're going to use affirmations or scriptures or their words during these uncertain times. You use your words to bless your life. That's what they're for, right? So when you speak, you're sending out an energy into the universe. So you use your words to bless your life. And I know I'm going to say the most obvious thing, but it bears mentioning. Whatever you put after the words, I am, becomes your reality. I think that's a powerful word, right? Power. I am. So I am broke never. Never. Right? I am get I am ready for my next level of greatness. I'm ready. Right? You know, what your the power of your words cannot be understated. When you use your words to bless your life. Be very uh, intentional. We talk, we're talking a lot about intention today. Be very intentional with your words, which means your conversation slows down. And there's a part, I wrote a book called Freedom is Your Birthright. And there was a point in my life when I was very hesitant to have conversations with anybody because I was so careful about every word that came out of my mouth because I wanted, I knew from studying that I was sending a, an energy out into the universe. And I was a very young woman at the time. So what I will tell you is this, whatever word you put out, no shame, no guilt, no condemnation. Here is the beautiful thing about Sorcerer Universe, that you are given the opportunity to do what I call chewing it backwards. Mm-hmm. So you can use the phrase, I'm so sick and tired, and then become totally enlightened after you hear that word come out of your mouth and say, I reverse that. Use your words, play a game with it. In fact, I encourage people um, to think of life, even this, some very painful things in my life. I've used this strategy for, which is playing the game of opposites. So I will look at things and say, oh, I will go to the extreme. Like, what if me losing this job was going to be the best thing ever? to happen to what if this is going to happen to me and i can tell you that when i lost a job in 2015 and then made the decision to use my words and then take my kids on vacation anyway got a job offer got an offer to start you know doing some other things with my inspirational speaking and all these other things your words send a message to the universe they transfer they transmit the energy and It's an opportunity for you to practice, practice. This whole journey is practice. 
So, you, you know, you've mentioned energy a couple of times. You talked about how gratitude really shifts and changes energy. Expound on that and why is that important during these times? Oh, Constance, we're really going to have a good time today. Okay, so we, whatever, we know this, right? We know this, that energy is neither created nor destroyed. It only transfers forms. That's the law of, uh, law of energy con- conservation. So when we talk about energy... Fear is a negative energy. So fear brings about, it, it attracts more f- things to be fearful about, right? It's no wonder how many times, if you look it up, if you got a concordance or you can Google it, how many times it says in the Bible, fear not, fear mm-hmm. not, fear not. Because that is an admonition that if you continue to walk in the energy of fear, you will, because the universe is only going to respond to the energy that you produce. That's you are commanding. I started off by saying we are powerful. So if you have this, I'm fearful, I'm afraid. The energy says, oh, the universe says, this woman likes fear. Mm-hmm. Let give some more things. It's just answering the calls like a beacon, a light going off. Fear, fear, fear. So th- this is how energy operates. People say, oh, opposite attracts. That's not true. I don't know what happens in the law in, in, with love, but we're talking about just life. And I can tell you it's probably not true in, in law and love either, because whatever energy you put out low self-esteem, you're going to attract somebody else to validate your low self-esteem. Okay? Your energy, how? So get in this space and you can do this simply with gratitude. Gratitude is the easiest way to get there. I don't care if you have to start off by saying you're grateful in a sarcastic way. I have clients who do that all the time. Yeah, I'm grateful this Monday. Okay, <laughs> let's start there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> However you have to say it. And eventually you'll get, you know, you'll get up. You'll, you'll move your energy up because I'll keep nagging you and I'll keep after you and we'll keep doing it. And you'll start, yeah, yeah, I am feeling it. The energy and you'll find that s- small little things will start to change. I could tell you so many amazing things that have happened to people who would not even think to listen to a channel and have an energetic conversation, but they'll call my office and we'll talk. And I'm talking about in the medical health world that we'll talk for a few minutes. Say, why don't you go outside for lunch? Just go walk out in the sun. They'll call me back and say, you're not going to believe what happened. Mm -hmm. That's good. So let's talk about health. Because, you know, this whole COVID-19 and health and death and sickness and fear, what kind of energy should people have around everything that's happening? Yeah, health is a challenging one, right? Because, you know, I go back to in the Bible and his, it's, uh, you know, however you take, we can take this as a parable or, or mm-hmm. just a story. Um, and, you know, Job was... Uh, out doing his thing and Satan comes to God and he's been trying to tempt him and nothing could tempt him, right? And what does Satan say? He says, oh, skin for skin, right? Because we know you could resist a lot of stuff, but when it starts hitting home and somebody says, oh, well, you're COVID-19 positive, mm-hmm. your whole perspective shifts, right? And then what happens, the first thing that happens is, oh, no. And behind that, oh, no, is what? What's the core? Fear. It's fear. And so once we once the fear sets in, it's a cascade of, of thoughts. And that's normal. That's normal to say, oh, look at me. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. But now we go to gratitude. Oh, I'm grateful that. 
I have health care insurance or they got a free clinic nearby or I live where I can where I can lie down in a clean bed. You find anything and you hitch your wagon to that and you become grateful for it. you support the universe in your healing. You support the medication in your healing. If you go on that route, you support your health care providers in your healing hmm. by fixing the condition of your heart. Oh, that's profound. Instead of saying, why did this happen to me? And 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 why did China let this come? You know, all of that negative stuff, you know, people can choose, like you said, to be grateful. You know, the spirit had to deal with me and just kind of give me a good little slap. Dr. James, you know, I think in March or April, I was like, Man, I live in a small neighborhood, just two streets, and you know, so everybody knows everybody. And so the good thing was I, I'm a walker runner, but since I was quarantined in and the only place I could go was in my neighborhood, I would walk in the morning, run in the evenings, you know. And so I got a chance to see my neighbors, and I began to just think, man, I'm just tired of, you know, just being in here. And I felt like the Spirit said to me, some of your neighbors can't even get out and walk. Mm. One of your neighbors is sick. It was like it was saying, girlfriend, you better be grateful. <laughs> yes. You better quit complaining and murmuring. I said, God, forgive me. Because once again, I'm just saying that's my story, listeners, that, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty almost always grateful. But, you know, I was like, oh, this, you know, I got my friends said, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to walk again. I should have been saying, hallelujah, I can walk again. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know, and I'm so grateful that you said that story because we're all human. There is no perfection in this. When you become perfect at it, that'll be the end of the journey. That'll be the end of the journey, right? So this, and I, I love the fact that we have these moments where somewhere we got to be shaken a little bit because that makes us more empathetic and compassionate when we work with other people, when we talk with other people and they're having that moment and we can listen and hold space for them, you know, without so judgment. True. You know, I realized that I am so much more grateful for all of the essential workers. I went to Whole Foods this morning. And I'm like, thank you for your service. Thank you. You know, before I wasn't as I didn't notice it that much. I took it for granted, if you get me. You know, the yes. Amazon people, they know my name. <laughs> you know? Yes. Amazon, you know, thank you for the delivery. Thank you for delivering my food. You know, and like you said, just being radically grateful for those things, which we took for granted, really. And being able to see people, right? We didn't have trash pickup in our community for two weeks because the department had an outbreak of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember when I was a little kid, my grandmother knew all of the service people. You know, back then we had, when I was really little, little we had uh, milk delivery for a couple of months, a couple of years. And so we, I remember all of that and how she knew everybody's name, the sanitation workers. And I said, wow. When they don't pick, I bet you, I bet you'll be more mindful, and you'll really see these people mm-hmm. and their huge contribution to the comfortable life that you're living. Yeah, and you're gonna get them a Christmas present, <laughs> right? I, I remember that. So I said, and so this brings about humanity to us again that we're not moving at such a rapid pace where we even become a number to ourselves. Yeah. 
This is so good. Anything else you want to say to listeners that they could really tap into? I want to say this, that you are amazing right where you are today. And this is something that I'm teaching and going out and doing um, workshops on. You are amazing right now. With whatever flaws, I've just said that, and I know in your mind, a lot of you have just popped up, well, I can't do this. I'm failing at that. Even with all that, and I will tell you, because of that stuff, you are amazing right now. And right now, today, as you're listening to this conversation, you have everything you need to move to your next level of greatness. And here's why, really quickly, because your next level of greatness is an internal conditioning. That will set you up for an external experience that's going to blow your mind. But you have to do the internal conditioning first. You've got to be willing and able, and you are able, so you just got to say that you're willing, willing and able to say, I am aware of whatever it is. I use that. I love to use the color of the walls because I mm-hmm. like to change the color of my walls frequently. Mm-hmm. So you are aware that the wall is this color, and you would prefer it to be that color. That's awareness. We can work with that. We're on our way. So you are amazing. Everything that you need to get to your next level of greatness, you possess. You possess it right now. With or without the job, with or without the house, you possess it. That is so profound for listeners to tap into. Wow. This has been so powerful. You are a powerful woman, Dr. James. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. Hey, it took me a year to get you on my show, but it's all divine. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we laughed about it before I actually started recording. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's all divine. And so I want you to give listeners uh, your website. How can people reach you? Do you have goods, products, and or services? Do you coach people? Where can we get your book, etc.? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. So I'm going to give you my website. It's www. Doctor, that's D-R, Dravon, that's D-R-A-V like victory, O-N, James, www.drdravonjames.com. That's my website. And my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, is available on Amazon. It's a tiny little book that will change your life. And you could read it in about, I don't know, less than a day. And yes, I am giving away stuff because you deserve some free stuff. First Ooh. and foremost, I want to tell you that if you're a person who's into self-development, there is a university called the Institute Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. I'm going to say that again, the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. And they are offering free online college courses they pick the course that they're going to offer for that time period but it's free so if you got some time in your hand and you're being quarantined please take advantage of that i mention that because it's a wonderful online university one and two because i offer a course on there called the 2020 clarity course getting clear on your purpose and your passion so that's offered on that course on that uh, site there i also offer a absolutely free seven-day course on finding out your true passion. It's a seven-day challenge on how to develop and find your true passion. And if you email DravonJames at gmail.com, just ask, just request the free seven-day challenge, you'll get that for absolutely free. Well, thank you for your generosity. 
You you are. It's been an honor to connect with you and listeners. I'm going to strongly encourage you to go to her website. And um, uh, we appreciate all of the nuggets, the the, the wise, sage nuggets that you shared with us today, Dr. James. And listeners, uh, make sure you share this show with your friends, your co-workers. You know they need to hear it. Listen to this over and over again. Take notes and then just allow the spirit to download um, its interpretation to you about your own life. So everybody, make sure you uh, visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And as I say, every week you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, giving, supporting spirit. And I want you to think, believe, and say this week that something good is going to happen to me and through me for others this week. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.